With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Buccaneers come back to beat the Saints. The Buccaneers now 6-6 six and six and headed towards winning that division. Controlling that division. I don't know what that means. A division that's out of control, but they're controlling that right now. And they left time on the clock for Tom Brady, trailing by 13 in the final three minutes of game. This is one of those things where if you turn the game off, you're not alone. But how does Tom Brady get down 13 points at home? That, to me, is not alarming, but certainly something to take note of. They didn't do anything in the first three quarters. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady was Tom Brady. But... You start to look at a bigger picture here with Tampa. All right, they're going to win their division. They're going to host a playoff game. They are 27th in scoring offense. They're dead last in rushing yards per game. Bottom half of the league in red zone scoring percentage. You did pick up a win. You beat a 4-9 and nine Saints team. But I don't know how much hope that provides for the Tampa Bay fans looking at a bigger picture here with Tom Brady. And with Brady, of course, he can make a run. Everything's anything's possible. We've seen that with him. But I thought what was alarming is what they didn't do in the first three and a half quarters, not what they did in the final couple of minutes there. Also, Tampa's had more touchdowns in three minutes than the, Bronco, uh, the Broncos have had in their last 171 really? minutes. That's what you got to do two minutes in. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner and listening to our radio affiliates around the country. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, those chatting on chat row. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by 
Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you sign up for the DP Show newsletter, available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Recaps everything going on in the show, gives you a heads up, a sneak preview of things as well. Go to danpatrick.com. You put in your email address in the box that slides out, bottom right corner, and we will send you a recap of the show every single day. This program brought to you by Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Here's the Saints head coach, Dennis Allen, on facing Tom Brady. When, when you play Tom Brady and you have a chance to put him away, you have to be able to put him away. And I felt like we missed some opportunities to put him away. Yes, you did. You had your opportunity. Mark Ingram stays inbounds, gets the first down. Then the clock keeps ticking. All of a sudden, you're taking time off the clock for Tom Brady to try to mount that comeback, scoring a couple of touchdowns. Mark Ingram was a little banged up, went out of bounds. Instead of going for the first down, instead of staying inbounds and letting the clock run, and that provided the window of opportunity for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to pick up the win. Heisman finalist, that has been set. And uh, one of the finalists, Max Duggan from TCU, will join us coming up next hour. Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, Stetson Bennett Jr. the third, And, you know, no Hendon Hooker, out of sight, out of mind. He was a great story there for Tennessee, but then got hurt and uh, didn't get the call to go to New York. But we'll talk to Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, a little bit later on. And he was Ralphie. And Christmas Story, Peter Billingsley, the actor-producer, a Christmas Story Christmas, and a friend of the show. He's going to join us. I had a conversation with him a while ago, and it's up on uh, uh, danpatrick.com, that scene. And I did talk to Peter Billingsley, who doesn't, who didn't, prior to this sequel coming out, talk or want to talk about being Ralphie in A Christmas Story. But, you know, he, he's trying to graduate into other things. He's a producer. He's a writer. He works with Vince Vaughn. They have a production company. But Ralphie didn't want to revisit Ralphie. But he did, and we had a great conversation. I've known him for a long time. And uh, there's a sequel that's out now to uh, Christmas Story. And uh, Peter will join us a little bit later on. The Phillies got Trey Turner. And they spent $300 million on him and 11 years. That's a big deal. Big deal. Wow. You know, the money is not what's as important to me. I always look at the years because what's Aaron Judge going to get? If Trey Turner got 11 years at $300 million, I like how, you know, the Yankees, you know, they were trying to get a bargain with Aaron Judge, and they were like, all right, well, let's see. Go out there and bet on yourself. Now, all of a sudden, they got to overpay, and they're going to they're gonna really overpay. Either them or the Giants are going to overpay. It seems like those are the only two teams that are involved. The Mets get Justin Verlander. I was curious about the timing of this, because Jacob DeGrom is looking for a five-year deal, and all of a sudden, he goes to Texas. Next thing you know... Justin Verlander's a New York Met. But I'd like to know the timing of that. That did the Mets go, hey, if he wants this for this, check on Verlander. Or did Verlander's agent check on the Mets? Because I think the Yankees were also involved in this. But Verlander for two years, 
for, what, 80-some million dollars, or a five-year deal for Jacob deGrom for $200 million. I'm going to take Justin Verlander. As, as great as deGrom is, I just can't count on him. Verlander's at least, he makes starts. Uh, I mean, he had 28 starts this year. Granted, he's 39 years of age, but, man, I probably wouldn't want either one of those pitchers, <laughs> you know, but but that's fiscal sanity that kind of seeps in. Yeah, Paulie? Do you think the Mets owner's thinking more short-term? Verlander, for two years, I could pick up one title. That's all I need out of him. It's worth, then I'm a legend forever. Verlander, in 18 and 19, led the league in starts with 34 starts. He was 36 and 37 years old. Yeah. In two months, he'll be 40. Yeah. He led the league in ERA. He led the league in wins. Yeah. He was uh, two. I mean, he's not like good for his age. He's great for any age. Yeah, I think that they were looking at maybe a Max Scherzer type deal where you get that three-year deal for $100 million, but ends up being two years for the Mets. Yes, Seton O'Connor. And if you whiff on a like two- or three-year deal, it's not that big of a deal. No. Right? It's not that huge of a miss rather than, five year. crap, we're stuck with this dude for another seven years. Yeah, but you might get that with Trey Turner. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, that's a lot of money. Great player, a lot of money. But a guy who depends on his legs, speed. Yeah, Paulie. You're sleeping on the bigger story. Kate Upton back in New York City. That's a bonus for everybody. Mm-hmm. I saw her in the street <laughs> one time and walking. You know, she was just walking around where she lived, um, kind of midtown. And I remember seeing her one time on the street. And now she's been on the show, but I was with my daughter. And I think we were going to uh, work out at Soul Cycle. And then she's like, you and Kate Upton? No, no, no. My daughter. Oh, okay. no, no. But uh, I remember seeing Kate Upton on the street and my daughter goes, you know her? And I go, I, 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 I'm not going to say anything to her. And so I didn't. I thought, I mean, it's not a great story. I'm just saying that I did see her on the street one time in New York. They never look the same way you think they do when you see people on the street. You know, I always get on. Oh, you're a lot taller than I thought. Oh, for your age, you look okay. Oh, you know, those kind of things there. But uh, yeah, Kate Upton was Kate Upton before she met Justin Verlander. But good to have her back close by. All right, Seaton, what do you have for me? Well, Dan, we could start with uh, the Heisman Trophy. We mm-hmm. could start with, uh, oh, here's one actually that goes with a bunch of our guests today. Would you rather win a Heisman Trophy mm-hmm. or a Best Supporting Actor? Supporting. Supporting. I'd rather win the Heisman. What? Yes. Yeah. As a supporting actor, I, I, you know, I know what that limelight is light, like, but uh, not having been nominated, but... You haven't yet, been no- yet. Not, not yet. Yet. Not <laughs> yet. If Sandler ever gives me a bigger role, then that would help. Yes, Marv. And winning Best Supporting Actor or Actress doesn't guarantee you any success. I'm sure you could look down the list of supporting actors and actresses actresses who've won. Yeah. And they've just had, you know, okay careers. Yeah. I remember Heisman. reading an interview with uh, Elizabeth Shue, I think it was. Yeah. And she was she won an Oscar for uh, leaving, leaving Las Vegas. Las Vegas and yeah. she was like, I thought my career was set. I'd be getting movie roles, all this stuff. She's like, nobody called. Yeah. How's that happen? Yeah, Paul. There's good and bad for Best Supporting Actor. Like... Timothy Hutton won. He had a good career. Louis Gossett Jr., you know, he won for Officer and a Gentleman. Good career. 
Uh, Michael no, Caine, great, great. Michael Caine. Sean Connery got Best Supporting Actor for Untouchables. Obviously, he crushed. Mm. Denzel Washington for Glory. So they mm. he went way higher after that. Mm-hmm. Joe Pesci for Goodfellas. Gene Hackman for Unforgiven. Little Bill. Ooh, great role. Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, Usual Suspects. Cuba Gooding Jr., mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire. That helped his career a lot. Yeah. Well, he didn't really do much after that. Didn't he, like... Snow Dogs or something uh, like that. Snow Dogs 2. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro for Traffic. Okay. We, we should compare each of these to Heisman winners. But like, we, okay, so would you rather be the Heisman Trophy winner or be the best supporting actor this year? Yeah. It's Heisman. Heisman. Heisman's pretty yeah. cool. There's no Oscar house presented by Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> There's there. <laughs> There. Where Baker Mayfield's running around in there. Yeah, how many Dr. Pepper commercials are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Brian Bosworth is your sheriff there in uh, Fansville or whatever it is. Yes, Todd. I think most uh, supporting actors would probably take the Heisman over their Oscar. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. How about the best actor? Ooh, that's something else. How about best actor mm-hmm. or yeah, Heisman? Yeah, supporting is actually the better one. Yeah. You think? It's a tougher question. Yeah. Would everybody take best actor? Yes. Over the Heisman? Yeah. Well, I don't understand the difference between best actor and best supporting actor. Half of the time, the best supporting actor is the main person in the movie. They <laughs> just true. put them in that character. But they put category. it in that category yeah. so they can win the award. Right. You're right. Like, wait, you're the star of the movie, but you're the best supporting? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Yes, Tom? I always go by how I'd want my bio to read or if I was invited to some gala or speaking engagement and I was introduced <laughs> and that's how it's how it sounds to me what sounds cooler Academy Award winner best actor or Heisman Trophy winner and to me the Academy Award would uh, ring true more for the lead actor not supporting I don't know if we forget who won the Heisman I think we forget who wins best actor I, I, here's a comparison would you rather be Eric Crouch from Nebraska or Adrian Brody from the pianist or pianist pianist I'm be careful with that one. yes I would rather be Adrian Brody. He's been in other movies. Yes, he has. Eric Crouch's career, by choice, stopped there. Yeah. Any other (laughs) comparisons there? Nobody else is doing Adrian Brody and... uh, Forrest Whitaker or Rashawn Salam. No one's doing that. (laughs) I am. All day. I'm going to be Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Yes, Marv. Best actor in the Heisman seem to be career achievement awards. Maybe not so much anymore, but it used to be. It used to feel that way. Like Herschel Walker probably should have two Heisman trophies if you're going by that. Yeah. You know, Al Pacino won for Scent of a Woman. Yes. Yes, Paulie. Right. Herschel kind of got penalized by not having two. That's kind of like Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he was 0 for 5 when he finally got his award. Herschel should have had two. Leo should probably have had two. Well, he should have won for something other than what he won for. The Revenant was like, all right, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Career achievement. Yeah. Scent of a woman. Hoo-ha. Yes, Tom. Look, but don't touch. Touch, <laughs> no, but no, don't no, taste. No. Every inch is a foot, three feet is a yard. We, we need 100 yards. Here we go. Who's with me here on any go. Sunday? Here, we can do this. Here we go. Hoo-ah. Hey. Jamie, Jamie Foxx or Johnny Manziel? Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh, mm. He's a lot of good movies. I don't know. What? What? He's living a fantastic life. Yeah, he is. Especially when you're compared to Johnny Manziel. No offense. <laughs> I should have thrown someone better out there. Johnny was leading an incredible life. And then he didn't realize that he wasn't leading an incredible life until everybody went, uh, dude, what's wrong with you? 
What what's your career arc here? <laughs> okay. We're thinking about these. Oh, things. okay. Just diving. It's not good radio if we're thinking. I'm thinking about, about <laughs> like uh, if you add in, you could be a non-quarterback Heisman winner because those seem to be in pretty rare. That's rarefied air these days. Yeah, you could you win the Heisman without being a quarterback. Well, do you want to be Devontae Smith? That's so uh, so far, yeah, that's not bad. No. Considering how Heisman winners usually pan out in the NFL, that dude is killing it. Yeah, but you're still the quarterback. You know, Devontae Smith, you know, we're going to forget about him. People probably have already forgotten about him. Like, oh, that's right. That dude won the Heisman. Who's that guy from Alabama, Alabama. that won the, oh, on the Waddle. Eagles? No? Was it Waddle? No, no, no. No, no the other, no, the really no, fast no, one. Yeah, the, the really no, fast no, that would have been receiver. Waddle. Yeah, yeah. If Waddle doesn't get hurt, Devontae Smith doesn't win the Heisman. Yes, Paul. Our last one. Okay. Will Smith or Baker Mayfield? Oh, Will Smith's that career is, is in, in somewhat you know shambles. I might slap you for Will whoa, Smith. Whoa, <laughs> okay, whoa, Will wow. Smith or Reggie Bush? I, <laughs> both had problems with their... Oh, Will Smith yeah. had a problem on the night he got the award. Reggie Bush had his award taken away, literally and figuratively. Mm, but Will, they, yeah. Will Smith or Reggie Bush? Let me take a break. You need some time, yeah. I understand. Going to need to take... Because there's Kim Kardashian's involved in this. Right. The Wendy's commercial. Um... Slapping Chris Rock. You know, he's got a movie now coming out. Will Smith does. All right, let me take a break. Wow. Didn't know that uh, we'd start out like this. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, you're applauding? I, I didn't think this was a good thing. We crushed Thanks. that for a second. Marvin, were you applauding? I couldn't hear. Oh, come on. What? Uh, what? Call back. Not necessary. Not nice. Accurate, but not nice. Okay. I was clapping. All right. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll settle on a poll question. Back in, There's Marvin. Here, you can just about hear it. <laughs> and I'm clapping hard, too. <laughs> <laughs> take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Light. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Light, my friend, right there with me. 
Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's bring in Max Duggan, the TCU quarterback. Who do you think should win the Heisman? You know, whoever they vote for. Well, who would you vote for? You know, they're all, you want the political politically correct answer no no i do you think you're the you're the best candidate you know i don't know i I don't really think about it too much i know i came from my dad trying to be a humble guy they're all great players you know if i would be able to get voted and win it you know it'd be a tremendous award but you know they're all really really good players well i think just getting there is pretty amazing if if you look back in the spring where you weren't even going to be the starting quarterback yeah i wasn't yeah and what was your reaction to that? Yeah, you know, I, I was uh, it was disappointing in my eyes. You know, that you, that you didn't win the job. I was disappointed in myself. But, uh, you know, I wanted to help the team. I wanted to be here at TCU when, when we were winning, help this team, you know, get back to, you know, being talked about on a national level. What hurts today after that game? You know, um, obviously body-wise, there's a lot. But, you know, within, you know, there's a lot of emotion. You know, you – you go an undefeated season, you know, you want to win a, a conference championship, a league championship, and you lose that game so close, you know, a last-second field goal. Um, there's a lot of emotion, but, you know, we get an opportunity to go compete for a national championship, so. You were out of breath after you ran the touchdown. You, just, you can't call timeout. You still got the two-point conversion. How gassed were you? Yeah, I was pretty tired. Um, you know, I had a couple long runs on that drive, but, you know, I was trying to do whatever we could to try to make a play, try to give us a shot to, you know, maybe to get a two-point conversion sent into overtime. But, yeah, I was pretty winded after the after that drive. Okay, explain to me what happened then uh, in overtime, that you didn't get the ball those last two plays. Uh, could you have changed the plays if you wanted to at the line of scrimmage? Yeah, so we went in with two plays that we felt, you know, pretty good, good about, you know, plays that have been successful for us. Obviously, we're giving it to Kendrick, our running back, that, you know, has been successful a lot this year, especially down on the one-yard line. Um, you know, run a, a run scheme to, you know, where our guys, you know, we're, we're confident in. And, you know, Kansas State made two good plays. You know, they, they stopped us at the one both times. Um, doesn't happen a lot, but, you know, credit to them. What do you know about Michigan? Yeah, you know, you know that they're a phenomenal team, great team, well-coached. They got, you know, dudes all over their field, whether it's on offense, defense. You know, they, they run the ball well, throw the ball well. You're not going to get a lot of shots, uh, not a lot of opportunities. Defensively, you know, they play their game. They're big, they're athletic. Um, they're going to make things difficult on us. They trust their guys on the back end, so it's going to be fun. How would you get invited to the Mavs game last night? 
Yeah, so it was a, a family member of mine. Yeah, so I went with them. And uh, OBJ was there last night? Yeah, he was in courtside. You didn't get courtside? No, I didn't get courtside. I'm not on that level. <laughs> if you win the Heisman, you're going to get courtside there. Yeah, maybe. Did you talk to OBJ? No, I wasn't able to see him. I just uh, They put him up on the Jumbotron and all that. I think you send a... Sent by Micah and Diggs, I think. Did you meet Luca? I did not. No, I was not. I was not given any treatment. What the heck is going on here, Max? I, I was. I was just with a family member, you know, inviting me to the game. You know what? If you wore your jersey, if you wore your uniform, that might have helped you. Maybe get a little, that, little preferential treatment. Maybe. Who do you model your game after? You know, I don't know if there's a single person that I really model my game after. Um, you know, I grew up a I grew up a Green Bay fan, so you, you know, you watch Favre and Aaron Rodgers and try to be that kind of gunslinger. You know, different arm angles, footwork, trying to make that play. Um, other guys in the league, you watch, you know, like Joe Burrow, what he does with you know pocket mobility and uh, movements inside the pocket of being quick, try to you know go off of that. You take you know Kyler and Russell in the run game of you know making plays with their feet and being dynamic. So there's a lot of things you kind of, you know, pick and choose that you want to take from guys to try to put into your own game. You know, you go back to that COVID test that you took. <laughs> if you don't take that COVID test, what do you think happens? Yeah, I don't really know what happens. Yeah, I think I'll probably go on the rest of my life a couple of years. And, you know, there's probably bigger implications that happen to me when I'm, you know, kind of older and, um, you know, out of athletics, you know, not as in shape, things of that sort, you know getting up there and you know I, I really don't know what happened I, I don't really kind of want to imagine it so well yeah I mean you had a nine-hour heart surgery procedure because you test positive for COVID but then what did they tell you after you tested positive yeah so you, I tested positive for COVID and then you know in college athletics they did uh put there all these heart, heart screenings because they're trying they're worried about the mitocarditis I think was what was going on in COVID yeah. so they have you do EKG you know ultrasound on your heart all these tests and then when they did the EKG, they found, you know, a little, um, you know, Wolf-Parkinson White syndrome is what I have. It shows up on an EKG pretty easily. So um, they kind of saw it, maybe go through a couple other tests, and then um, had to kind of sit me down and tell them what was going on. Did you know if you could play football? Yeah, initially I didn't really um, – I thought, you know, when they say you have a heart issue and it's pretty serious, you're going to have to have surgery. thought, you know, football was probably over, so – well, got a big game coming up against uh, Michigan. And do you have the outfit picked out for the Heisman Trophy ceremony? Yep, I got one picked out. So there's a you know a little shop down here in Fort Worth that you know got me right. Okay, what what are we going with though? Because we're going to be seeing this for years and years and years to come. So yeah, no, it'll be uh, it'll be a good little tribute to TCU. It'll look good on Saturday. So yeah, you'll, you'll be able to see it. Okay, little little purple in there. Yes, sir. All right, are you getting your hair cut before the Heisman ceremony? Yeah, I need to. Yeah, it's kind of my mom. My mom's starting to get on me about it, so I think I'm about to cut it. I don't think you mess with the street like you're on here. I think you'd say to you don't want me. You want me to talk to mom and just tell her, "Hey, come on, Samson." Samson to. didn't cut his hair. Yeah, yeah. My mom's starting to call me and you know give me some angry phone calls about my hair when she sees pictures. Mm. Well, congrats on the uh, great season there, and uh, good luck against Michigan and uh, the Heisman ceremony. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis. And together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan and see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Peter Billingsley, actor, <laughs> filmmaker, producer. You can bail if you want to, Peter, but uh, it's great to have you back. A Christmas Story Christmas currently streaming on HBO Max. And uh, Peter is a producer, co-writer, actor in the movie. And uh, the top movie on the platform since premiering on November 17th. You're... So you're in two of the biggest Christmas movies of all time. Two of the most famous ones, Christmas Story and then Mm -hmm. Elf. Yeah. What questions do you get asked more about Christmas Story or Elf? 
definitely Christmas story. The interesting thing on Elf, um, Favreau asked me to come in and do a little part in it, and I didn't take credit. Um, I just said, <laughs> let me not take credit in the role. And so it's been fun to see people realize that I'm in Elf, and they make this connection. Um, and then they're like, well, why didn't you take credit? And I said, well, it's kind of more fun to see your face like this now when you realize it. What question do you get about Christmas story? <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you for me, Dan, it's nice to be back with you because it actually, I think it's our third time. It doesn't really feel like the Christmas season for me personally, until I get a chance to talk to oh. you. You're like the Christmas story whisperer for oh, me. Thank you. You've pulled out a lot of, a lot of good stories. Um, I think probably most is it's more a statement, which is like people wanting me to understand how much the Parker family means to them and is their family. It's just like, you don't understand. That's my dad. That's my brother. That's my family. That's my life. And this film has touched on such a deeply personal connection. It's been 39 years, Dan, since we made the movie. But why do certain movies take on a life of their own long after, like a slow burn, Shawshank Redemption? I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, did OK, I think was Oscar contender. But then it's just one of those movies when you turn it on. Shawshank, I have the same reaction. If it's late at night and I turn it on, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, now I have to finish it. <laughs> it's like you can't turn it off. But you're not in Shawshank, just to let everybody know. Ralphie's in Shawshank. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, but when you go back and, and take us back to when you first auditioned for Ralphie. So I'll tell you a funny story about that, um, which Bob Clark, the director, told me about. So as a kid at the time, I was, I think it was around 11 years old. You get all these auditions and it's kind of a circuit and you'd have many of them a week. You go and you read and then maybe you get a call back. So I went to read for Bob Clark. You read your scenes and I heard nothing. Um, about three months later, I went up to do a screen test in Canada um, where they do all this mixing and matching. And so we had to read for, I had to read for Flick and Schwartz and everybody else. And they do these chemistry reads. Oh, wow. um, and so all the kids learn their lines. And it's funny because they always say to you, now, don't worry if we tell you to leave early. It's not a bad thing. But we know that's not what you want. You want to survive <laughs> to the end. And I got through to the end, got the part. Bob later told me I was, and it's just how the schedule fell. I was the first kid he ever read. And he thought in that moment, oh, my gosh, this is Ralphie. This is my guy. But I can't obviously hire the first guy that I read. So he went on a three-month journey of reading and seeing kids, and it kind of led back to me. You have to wait three months to find out that you were the right person. Sometimes, yeah, it's just sort of the way it falls. And a lot of those auditions, you do them, then you figure, all right, well, that's gone. You know, um, you, just sort of, you just sort of move on. But nobody knew Dan at that time, I mean, about how these things take a life. This movie, you know, it took 12 years to get made. Bob Clark, the director, had to throw his salary in to get it done. Nobody wanted to do this movie full of voiceover set in 1940. You know, it was not a sexy leap off the page script. How do you act with your eyes as Ralphie? Because your eyes are so important in telling the story where you don't have to say anything as much as it felt like you were telling a story without saying anything. A lot of people have asked if, 
you know, or even said, oh, those glasses, what a great idea. What a great prop. Look, I cannot, I cannot see you now. I was born with horrible vision. I was a, I was diagnosed because I was a front row student without the front row student brain. The teacher said, I don't think he can see. Do you still have the glasses from a Christmas story? I do. I have some of those. Yeah. And I mean, these are even similar. So, but I think one of the things I love about Ralphie as a character, and one thing that we really pulled forward to the sequel was that he's a dreamer, you know, and he lives in his head and so much of, and I think that's relatable. We all are. We, whether we admit it or not, we fantasize about where our life could be, where we might want it. And by the same token, he's kind of a nightmare in the sense that he envisions things going horribly wrong. So he kind of lives in his head. So I think the expressiveness of the eyes comes out of the fact that he's in there and all that voiceover, he's just constantly thinking. How long have you been sitting on trying to make a sequel? I've thought about it for a while, for sure. Um, but it's been about four years that we've actively been developing it. And the kind of impetus was, I listen, it's, as I said, 39 is a little now or never, I think. We're not getting any younger. So to get the band back together, we had to kind of do it now. And it started with Nick Shank, who's written a lot of movies for Clint Eastwood, is a friend. And we started kind of breaking the story. And, and Nick has such a great tone. And we wanted to start with that grittiness of the world and the tone. But you're reconnecting with your childhood friends. A hundred percent. Yeah. Ralphie's a father now. He's sort of an unsuccessful writer. So he's in a place where he's not really where he wants to be. And it kind of starts with the passing of the old man. And he's forced to go back home and try to put on a Christmas like he had growing up in the face of all that. So he reconnects. He moves through town. It takes place in 1973. So we had to grow sideburns, which was nice. And I'll tell you, (laughs) flick. Played by Scott Schwartz, won that contest. He's got some real solid muttons. But, you know, you try to do that. And I don't know if you try to distance yourself from Ralphie as you were growing up. Not really. I mean, I've had the good fortune of being able to do a lot of other things and kind of have another career behind the scenes. A lot of people run from that. I think you and I have talked about this. You'll have kind of somebody that has a wildly iconic role. And they'll just say, oh, I don't ever talk about that. You know, we can talk about anything else, but not that. It's like, well, we kind of want to talk about that just for a moment at least. But I didn't have that. Plus, as I said, all the approach of fans to me with this movie, it's pure joy, Dan. I mean, people, like, if if you don't like receiving that, you're in the wrong business. The, the original, you're in Indiana, but you shoot it in Ohio? That's right. Yes, we shot in Cleveland and Canada both. We shot the exterior in Cleveland, and then the interiors were in the studio in Canada. This one, we shot in Bulgaria, which <laughs> I know, like, why? Well, of Such course you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where else would I mean, go? Christmas in Bulgaria. It's got a Nothing nice ring to it. Nothing says the Midwest <laughs> like Bulgaria. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually interestingly looked like it when you when it is sort of the leaves are off the trees and the snow's on the ground but it it actually allowed us we built 11 houses so we built the parker house the bumpus house next door and then 11 houses on what's the old cleveland street in the movie so it really feels like you're transformed back into the world and that was sort of another reason of why do this movie we had to have the resources to be able to do it right i describe it 
is we had to play offense. We wanted it to be great, but you got to play defense. You got to protect, obviously, against something that's become borderline sacred now in the first movie. And so we had the right resources, also got to produce with Vince Vaughn, my good buddy, which was great. And we had just really a great team. Um, and so the wait was worth it. And we're really, really happy with how the movie turned out. He's Peter Billingsley, actor, filmmaker, producer, uh, Christmas Story Christmas, currently streaming on HBO Max. When did that lamp become in vogue that people had to have that? Were it's you involved like somebody, at all with that? No, that was that was sort of Gene Shepard who wrote all the source material and was a radio host um, for WOR is where he started and did the narration in the movie. It was his brainchild. I mean, what a wildly creative concept. Um, and what I love about it is it's like the old man doesn't care what it is. He just wants something and he's, and he's, he's going to make it a win. It didn't matter what was in that box. At first he goes, it's a statue. He could care less. And then it's like, oh no, it's a lamp even better. And that thing, people started replicating them. And, you know, now they're everywhere. I see them. You drive around, you see them in people's front room window. Even Fred Gile. I mean, he was, That's my favorite line in the movie. He was such a brilliant comedian yeah. playing the straight role, but he Darren was so funny. So funny, but also so dramatic, so intense. I mean, you look at that dad, right? That feels like a dad. He feels like he's an inch away from just snapping or breaking into violence. <laughs> you know, it's cold. You can tell his work sucks, whatever he does. He's filling up antifreeze, changing bald tires. I mean... But with all that, you also never doubt the love in the home. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just there, that kind of loyalty and love. Um, and so that's what I think makes it feel very real. I just um I'm starting a podcast and so I um and I'm breaking down Christmas movies. You've inspired me, Dan. I think all of our Christmas story conversations have give me the confidence to make the leap. And we were breaking down Christmas story is actually one of the movies. How much ad libbing took place in the original? No, very, very little. I, so little, in fact, that even the swearing that I did when I'm beating up Scott Farkas was scripted on note cards by Gene Shepard. What do you mean note cards? like little note cards like this. Yeah. So he longhand wrote um, on the front and back, and I think it was three note cards. And I was given them a couple of weeks before and said, commit these to memory. Okay. Um, and I had to memorize them. Um, and it was gibberish. But, you know, when you're filming, you have multiple angles. So they wanted it to be consistent when we covered it. So, I mean, even it wasn't just like, yeah, just kind of mumble something and be angry and start screaming. Uh, it was, no, you need to say this. It was like a very precise script. They'd been working on it for 12 years. So by the time we went, the level of preparation was unlike anything I had ever seen. I know at that time, so you're 11 or 12 and, and you're getting into dangerous territory of now kids can make fun of you or you're at an awkward time. Yeah. I didn't know if... If school was tough, you're wearing the bunny outfit and, you know, there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that they either embrace you because you're a star or they make fun of you. What was school like for you? Um, it's yeah. Some people embrace you. A lot of them make fun of you. But I, I was a homeschool kid because you're traveling so much. Oh, OK, so I tried to 
I mean, I, I, I unceremoniously got left back in the eighth grade, um, partly because of my grades, but mostly because I just wasn't there. So I took my GED when I was, I think, 15 and then was a high school graduate at that point. Um, so it was really a sort of, sort of a life of tutors um, and classroom and, you know, on set school teachers and then was doing homeschooling at home. I was traveling a ton. Oh, so that that probably helped cushion it a little bit. You You still have the BB gun. I do. Bob Clark, the director, gave me. I don't know. I, I might be the only original one that has a nice plaque on it. And the other prize possession is, and this is the only one that was ever made is the original bunny suit. <laughs> and those are in a climate controlled vault that I keep. They're actually valuable now. Nobody thought. Yes. We just, you, you always take a little something, you know, when they're wrapping out in the costume departments and disarray, you're like, oh, can I have this? Sure. You hung out with Vince Vaughn in the, uh, the swingers era, didn't you? Mm-hmm. What was, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm at Vince in 80, 1989. That feels so that like was, that's that's the real Vince Vaughn is who we see in Swingers. So many great sides to Vince, but for sure, just that charming, funny, <laughs> great loyal friend who loves to go out and have a great night. Um, and there's also no one better to get you out of a funk if you're in one. Yeah. You know, he's just got a contagious energy. Um, is fun and and is was is and was great at not taking no for an answer. Uh, you didn't take no for an answer because you uh, you got the sequel made, and uh, it's great to talk to you again. Always great to reminisce there, and uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Always always good to see you. Merry Christmas to you. Yep, you too, Pete. That's uh, Peter thanks. Billingsley. Thanks, pal. Actor, filmmaker, producer, A Christmas Story Christmas. And uh, also as a podcast, Cinematic Journey on Spotify, which focuses on holiday films. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. With hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin, it's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle is all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQE. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 